through them. Open the hearts and minds of all present here today. Take our hearts and fill them with a love for you. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. As a parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle, you have a favorite. You will never admit it out loud, but you have one. They know it even, a little bit, even though you would never open your mouth and tell them that. One child always stands out just a little bit more than the rest and has a very special place in your heart. But don't worry, I will keep your secret. Now, when most people think of the story of the prodigal son, the first thought is about favoritism. How can a father treat a child who has messed up so badly with so many favors? Well, the funny part of that story is that it has nothing to do with favoritism at all. This is one of the truly one of the sets of combined scripture in the lectionary that we have to look at piece by piece in order to truly receive the meaning behind this simple story of love. So from Joshua today, we hear that the Israelites have finally crossed the River Jordan and made it into the land of Canaan. This is much more than a simple matter of geography. The people have been wandering in the wilderness for 40 years now. Moses is gone, and Joshua leads the people. In this passage, we hear that when Passover ends, a true end to a period of sacrifice, the people eat the last of manna. As soon as they cross the, the river, they are now able to eat from the land that God promised. This is a fulfillment of God's promise that he made to the people more than those 40 years ago. They have been delivered into the promised land and can now wander and now wander in the wilderness no more. We see the fulfillment of the covenant made with his chosen people. When you turn to Psalm 32, there seems to not immediately be any type of a connection between this psalm and the rest of today's scripture. However, a closer look shows us a very important key to our relationship with God. If you think of the components of a healthy relationship, any healthy relationship, at the top of the list would be communication. When we closed our lips to God, we were in pain, we were out. Our relationship with God is no different when it comes to communication. We speak to God through prayer and confession. This psalm reminds us to trust God and not try to fix our problems ourselves. In fact, you wind up with more problems, which are self-imposed, for not letting God handle those things which he promises to take care of for us. The worst thing we see here is that when we don't turn our sins over to God, we face untold misery. 
The confession serves as a cleansing of our transgressions. We are embraced by mercy when we trust in the Lord. Now let's take a look at today's section of Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. Here we see the promise of God that God made to the Israelites extended to the believers of Christ. This passage answers the age-old question of our inclusion in God's promise. Through Christ, we are grafted onto the olive tree that is the original covenant with the Israelites. Their promise from God came as a matter of birthright, the Jewish people or the Hebrews. Ours comes from our belief in Jesus Christ, the Gentiles. Any believer and follower of Christ becomes included in his original promise. This is how we are brought out of the wilderness. Now, before we turn to the gospel reading, let's look at at least a little bit of a summary of what we have here. God's promise, promises have been fulfilled. Our relationship with God is strengthened through communication and confession. And the Gentiles are indeed included in God's promise. So with all of this, how could the gospel reading simply be about favoritism? Well, the answer, of course, is that it isn't. We all make mistakes, some big, some small. We aren't perfect. And God doesn't expect us to be. He expects us to make mistakes in our lives. But guess what? God still loves us. He is our father in this story, and we are the prodigal son. This young man believes that he can receive his reward at a time of his choosing. He chooses to turn away from his father and go out into the world and live it up. In our youth, some of us probably did something very similar. As children, our parents made sure we went to church. Once we were grown, we could do as we pleased. We drifted away from the relationship we had with God. A few years and some wisdom later usually brings us back, just as it did with the prodigal son. In this story, we see the son fall so far. He had fun, did things which were far away from the way he was raised. We know things are really bad when he starts looking at the horrible food he is feeding to the pigs, which is turning his back again on his upbringing and having to take care of an animal that is not even eaten in his community. And he considers eating that trash himself. It finally dawns on him that it would be better for him to be a servant in his father's house than to remain in a wilderness created by himself. He doesn't even make it all the way home. His father is so excited to see him approaching that he gives orders to kill the fatted calf. He knows that he has been hungry and his father is going to take care of this need. His father orders for the best robe to be placed on him. If he ran out of money quite some time ago, He's probably returning home in rags. His father takes care of this need as well. 
Lastly, we picture his father welcoming him with a warm embrace. This is a reminder of how loved the son is by his father. And guess what? It is the same for us. We fall under the promise God made all those years ago. No matter what we do in this world, no matter how badly we mess up, all we have to do is return to God's loving embrace. We confess our transgressions and reopen the lines of communication with God. This will always result in a return to God's grace, love, and favor. So in the end, it isn't about favoritism at all, but favor. Amen. If you would, stand with me this morning. And let's affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. <clears throat> 